Hello, everyone. My name is Shar Pittman, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, Woman of Purpose. I hope this message empowers you to live your life of purpose. Enjoy the conversation. Hi, I'm Shar Pittman, and welcome to episode 10 of the Woman of Purpose podcast. And I'm so excited that you're joining us as we wrap up our session with Brittany Yuza on the topic of nutrition and eating disorders. And so, um, Brittany, we, we talked a lot about, you know, a lot of things concerning nutrition and diets and food and exercise and all of those things. One of the things I would like to, um, have you do is can you just, um, wrap up a little bit about this thing of eating disorders? Yeah. I wanted to highlight, um, with eating disorders, not to isolate, um, because isolation it keeps you in this cycle, you know, cause you're isolated, you're alone, you're doing it. So for me, it was like binge eating and then, um, feeling guilty and shameful about that. And since I was all alone, I had, for what I thought I had nowhere to turn. So then I would just yeah. turn back to it over and over again. Um, and just like a little testimony, you probably don't even know this. There was a time when I used to live in Rice Lake and, um, I was caught in one of those cycles really bad, you know, we're like hours of this. And um, foraging the kitchen, it didn't matter what it, what I was eating at that point, you know. And um, and you had came over <laughs> right in the middle of it, sort of, and you brought me flowers. And so I don't know if you ever knew that, but you broke that cycle, wow. you know. And um, so yeah, I just want to encourage people not to isolate. Yeah. That you're definitely not alone. Yeah. Like you can say that, people can tell you that, and you're like, no, nope, I'm the only one that's ever struggled with this. I'm the only one that deals with it, and it's just absolutely not the truth. I think you'd be surprised how many people have dealt with it on some level. Yeah. And so I'm um, just normalizing it and not normally normalizing it in God's kingdom, but just normalizing it in the sense of like, Hey, a lot of people struggle with this. Like, and it, it doesn't have to be part of who I am, but I can voice this out. I can, I can reach out. Even if I'm not expressing yeah. what's going on, you can reach out, but just, just not to isolate. Yeah. 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 That's really good. And I, you know, you talked about the binge eating and then in the last episode we talked about the under eating also yeah. the not eating yeah and so i think a part of an eating disorder can be um just not eating yeah yeah and so even in that too it's like there's something that's attached to to those those issues yeah. and so that's yeah. really good to not isolate to find almost having an accountability partner yes even yeah. if you don't express all the details of what's going on but if yeah. you're just like hey i've been you know i've been having a hard time not eating as much or i haven't had an appetite that's a really easy way if you're mm -hmm. trying not you know if you don't feel like expressing everything if you just say i haven't had much of an appetite lately but i know that it's really important that i eat it might be hard to get that first part out but even if you just express that and then yeah. someone around you can be help bring you nutritious things yeah. you know that are going to help you eat so yeah yeah that's mm -hmm. really 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 good so thanks for just I yeah. wanted to make sure that we ended on that. Yeah. And, um, yep. So, so Brittany, what are some practical tips on eating healthy um, and just staying healthy? Yeah. So something really big for me is um, we talked about the balance, but within that is eating with others. Okay. So I kind of save up my fun meals, if you want to say, for eating with others. Okay. And a fun meal doesn't have to be pizza. It doesn't have to be something that has no nutrition. But maybe I'll eat a little bit more basic throughout the week. Like, I love eggs and oatmeal. You know, a lot of people wouldn't. But I've ate that every morning for breakfast for the past 12 years, probably. <laughs> you know, and um, so throughout the week, I might keep it a little bit more simple. But I love to go 
to breakfast with my dad. Okay. So I'll save that up and be like, it's probably not going to be the most nutritious meal, mm-hmm. but I'm going to enjoy that time with my father, okay. you know, and I, I do enjoy the food. Yeah. And so then I keep things a little bit more simple. So if you know that an event is coming up, it doesn't mean that you're restricting before it, but it just means like, hey, I'm going to keep it a little more simple because I'm going to be able to, I'm going to enjoy myself a little bit more on this weekend mm-hmm. and keep that balance in my, you know, in the plan. So yeah, yeah, eating with others and I'll save up like, I shouldn't say save up, but like if I have a birthday party to go to, I'm just like, I know that I'm going to want to have a piece of cake while I'm there. And so it's kind of like deciding ahead of time, like, I'm going to eat well throughout the day because I'm going to have a piece of cake tonight. And so I'm going to maintain that balance. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that I couldn't have, you know, pancakes for breakfast and a piece of cake that night. Mm -hmm. But if I want to keep a good balance, I'll I'll kind of focus on it that way. Deciding ahead of time Mm -hmm. so that when I get to that birthday party, I'm not presented with this choice of like guilt or not guilt. It's like, no, that's not even associated. You know, I made up my mind ahead of time that I'm going to have a piece of cake and that's going to be great. And kind of I'm making that decision ahead of time. Um, I don't have this urge to like overconsume. You know what I mean? Because I didn't attach an emotion to it. It's like, I'm going to have a piece of cake tonight. Okay. So then by the time that emotion hits, it's not ruling you. You already made that decision, you know? Yeah. I like that. It's not ruling you and making the decision beforehand. Yes. Yep. So it's like, I've, I've got this party or I've got this, you know, think of, okay, Thanksgiving, for instance, or <laughs> yeah. a, a family thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, no, I know that, you know, this holiday is coming up or this birthday party is coming up or this family event, especially in summer, we're, we're yes. in summer here in Wisconsin and summers, we, there's a lot of picnics. There's a lot yeah. of things um, that, you know, social gatherings and yeah. things like that, that we do. And so I love how you said, it's like making up your mind. Okay. Knowing that that event's coming up or that wedding's coming up or yeah. that's coming up. So not to condemn ourselves saying, you know, well, I can't have anything or I can't mm-hmm. eat anything. No, you can. Yeah. But it's to determine that I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to pile everything on yep. and knowing that I'm just going to watch how I do things throughout the week. Yeah. Cause I know I've got this thing coming up and I'm yep. going to enjoy eating with people. I'm going to enjoy eating with my family. It's not going to control me. I'm not going to carry yeah. condemnation. I'm not going to carry shame. I'm going to break all these things off because I'm not eating because I'm emotional or yes. because I'm. Yep. So you know, yeah. Cause when you plan ahead for an event, it takes emotions out of it versus when you're all of a sudden abruptly faced with it. Right. It's like, Oh, well, I didn't plan ahead. So right. you make that decision before the emotions are present. Yeah. So for example, we went um, camping with my family this last weekend. And so ahead of time I had to plan, like, I know that we're going to have s'mores and there's this really cool ice cream shop that I really want to go. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go. It was my idea. You yeah. know, I wanted to have an ice cream cone with my family. Yeah. And so it took a little bit of discipline ahead of time, but first off we took joy in the discipline. Yeah. So Matt and I, you know, we picked a bunch of stuff from our garden or you could have gone to the grocery store, mm-hmm. but we prepped salads ahead of time and we prepped healthy lean protein ahead of time. So then throughout the day, we whipped out our salads and we enjoyed that and all the um, nutrition. And so then at night, cause at night I knew I was gonna probably have a treat, you yeah. know? And so yeah. it's, yeah, so plan ahead of time yep. before the emotions hit and prepare, you mm-hmm. know, and take joy in that like prepping process. Yeah. You know, yeah, like this is that. cool yeah. that I get to eat well, you know, yeah. that I get to fuel my body and I'm gonna feel good doing it, yeah. you know? Like there's joy in that. Yeah. And I think once you start embracing the joy of it mm-hmm. versus the shame of the opposite, yeah. It's just, it just opens up a door of freedom and your the way that you look at food. Yeah. I love how you said that choose, you know, you choose joy. Cause we talk about that a lot just in, in life, you know, in our circumstances that we really can choose 
we can choose to be, you know, angry, mad, or to have, have joy in it. And mm -hmm. if I look at this as a chore, yes. then it really, then it, it's not, it takes all the fun out of it. It really does. Yeah. And um, so, so Brittany, you talked about like you and, and Matt had prepped mm -hmm. some salads and stuff like that. It's like, what does food prepping practically look like? How, how can, cause for me, I'm going to be honest, like food prepping sounds like <laughs> so much work hours you know, of labor it's like, yeah oh my gosh like food prepping is just like eh, you know it's almost like a, a bad word but <laughs> really when you when you think about it it right it makes so much sense mm -hmm. because like even now if if i make uh it's just my husband and i at home and if i make you know say tacos you know i'll make a whole bunch of meat yeah. because i want it for the next few days yeah. so i don't have to do it again yep that's really food prepping. It really is. You yeah. know, so it's like it's like taking the negative um, attachment to food prep. And so what does that what does that look like? Yeah. So it's it's going back to that joy thing of something. This is something I get to do. Mm -hmm. This is something that is going to offer me freedom yeah. in my choices as I move throughout the week to eat well. So it's something I get to do, not something that I have to do. Yeah. Whenever I'm like, oh, no, I have to food prep. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Like every yeah. pan is out and this is there, you know. Yeah. Um, there's joy in it then, mm -hmm. you know. And when I relate it to God's design of like, this is so cool. Like you created these apples for me to provide yeah. me nutrients and it's a <clears throat> sweet treat. Yeah. You know, Um that's joyful, you mm -hmm. know? So I start to focus on that versus like, I have to prep this to stay skinny. You know, I have to prep this food to uh, stay on my diet. Sure. Again, it's all those like negative associations. And so versus when I'm like, wow, it's so cool that God, you created mm -hmm. the world with everything that we need, you know, everything we need to heal our bodies. And it sounds like, oh, wow, that's quite the, you know, exaggerated thought every time, but <laughs> yeah. it's really not, you know, yeah. when you start to like live that way, and it becomes easier and easier. So yeah. then it's not a chore. It's not yeah. something I have to do. It's something I get to do. And then you enjoy the discipline in it. Like, oh, food prep yeah. might take me, you know, this much a night or whatever. But mm -hmm. and and you'll learn as you do it more and more. You start, you know, getting around people that do it all the time. Yeah. And you share like tips and tricks. And it really becomes a very, very easy thing. Huh. I think less tasking than um, trying to come up with like food every night yeah. and at the last minute it's right. like way easier yeah 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 yep. yeah that's really cool yeah thanks for sharing that because mm -hmm. i've always you know i've always said yeah i'm gonna do that but you know i don't do it probably like you do it yeah but it's crushing that convenience mindset yeah. too like who told me that mm -hmm. food should be readily available at any second throughout the day yeah you know like in any fashion i want yeah like who told me that yeah. the god didn't tell me that yeah. you know that's for sure and so it's like okay god how did you design food to be in like I think I would like to think back in the day, you know, there was like, there was so much gathering around preparing food. It was more yeah. about the time together to prepare it and the discipline in that. Yeah. And I think it really teaches a lot of character, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> that's really, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that is true because, you know, food is just really, um, it's a big, it's a, it's a big deal. I, I remember mm -hmm. I had, um, a couple of kids over and, um, to the house and I was giving her a sandwich, you know, the, the evening when yeah. she got there, gave her a sandwich and, and as she's eating the sandwich, she's like, so what's for breakfast? <laughs> You're you know, like, oh no. I just thought that was so funny. Yeah. I'm like, what breakfast? <laughs> you know, what in the world? You know, but, yeah. but food is, is a thing that we think about. And so food isn't negative and food isn't bad. Right. And so I yeah. love how we can actually take control of this thing called food and eating where mm -hmm. it's like, it's not going to control me. I'm going to control it. Yep. I'm not going to attach a negative, a negative emotion to food. 
I'm going to learn how to balance it all out. I'm learn. I'm going to learn how to portion things. I don't have to have a plate full of food, but I can have yes. you know a good portion size of food, and I can work at prepping my food. Yep. So if if I don't do it like you know maybe you do it in a day and you prep for the whole week. So maybe if you're a busy mom or a, you know businesswoman and work out of the home, maybe you do. If I'm going to make chicken breast, then maybe I do I do ten of them mm-hmm. and just. Yeah do that and then I have enough have for three hand. days yeah. you know have it on hand and stuff like that so there are some really good and easy practical there really are practical yeah. ways and so one of the things Brittany we were talking about a little earlier is the importance of drinking water oh, okay yeah. and I know this is su- this is such a um for some you know water doesn't even taste good because I hear that a lot <laughs> it's just like oh, I don't like the taste of water so I'm just gonna drink coffee it's got water in it or you know I'm gonna yeah. drink that you know lemonade it's made with water mm-hmm. You know things like that, but there really is an importance to drinking water, yeah, and staying hydrated. And just elaborate a little bit on that for me. I will. Uh, I just want to go back to one thing yes. really quick, if you don't mind. Um, a big thing with uh, eating well is like trusting the Lord. So mm-hmm. obviously, but yeah, <laughs> but um, it's kind of like this: like, okay, God, do I trust that if I don't turn to food for comfort? Do I trust that whatever you've placed inside of me, mm-hmm. whatever you said about me, who you say I am, is that enough? Do I mm-hmm. trust that that's enough? And I think I thought back to like preparing food for others. It even goes to that on the turn hand. Do I trust that what God has placed inside of me is enough for these people before mm-hmm. the comfort of food? Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, get on a rabbit trail with that. Mm-hmm. But I just that came to mind of like trusting God with with yeah, my nutrition, really yeah. you know, like, do I trust that he is enough? Yeah. Like asking myself that, like, do I trust that? You know, if I prep this food that, yeah. and I go to this event, that he's going to be my comfort versus the food that I don't prep, you know? Yeah. And so, anyways. That's really good. Yeah, thanks. that's yeah. good for it. Okay, so water intake. Yeah, it's extremely important. I don't even remember the percentage, but they talk about how your body's made up of, I don't know, it's like a ridiculous, uh, ridiculous about, like we're basically water, water yeah. you know? And so we all know that, but yet yeah. we like consider water as just like sips, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a leader in the military and he drinks Mountain Dew, like wakes up in the, and he, he's proud of it. So it's okay. But he, he'll wake up at like four in the morning and drink the Mountain Dew, you know, and I just, wow, <laughs> just, I can't imagine. And, yeah. uh, just so yeah, our water intake is extremely important. And, um, for one hydration, mm-hmm. headaches, sleep, mm. I'm pretty sure it associates to every function of the I body. Would imagine, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. um, a lot of times they're like, Oh, I'm thirsty. So I need water, but it's like, it also associates to when I have a headache. I probably, I feel bad for Matt sometimes because he might say, I have a headache. And I say, oh, did you drink water? And he goes, my back hurts. And I go, well, did you go for a brisk walk? You know, he doesn't get a lot of sympathy sometimes, <laughs> but it's really the truth of like yeah. checking that. And um, so, yeah, if you're not sleeping well, it can even go in with that. A lot of people have trouble with uh, like aches and pains and cramps mm-hmm. while they're sleeping. And most of that is like your hydration level. Mm-hmm. And so as far as numbers, they always say half your body weight in ounces. Okay. And I think that's a good baseline to start at, Okay, you know? So if you weigh 130 pounds, like, you know, drink 75 ounces of water a day or 65 ounces of water a day, mm-hmm. 
But then they that doesn't take into account if I went for a walk okay. and I worked all day in the garden okay. or I worked construction or, or I was sitting at my desk all day. You know, it doesn't take that stuff into account. Okay. And so um, that's like your bare minimum. That's mm-hmm. like your bottom dollar. And then for every activity or um, movement that you had, add more, if yeah. that makes sense. Yep. And just start slow if you're yeah. not used to drinking water. Um, just start with a little goal, yeah. you know, and don't no, don't have any guilt or shame with yep. it. But hey, I'm going to, instead of two pops and one water, I'm going to try two, two waters and one pop, pop, you know, and just start slow because yep. I know that it doesn't taste great to a lot of people starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is something that comes with time. And I promise yeah. that, you yeah. know, it is, it's like, you're not different. You're not yeah. unique. A lot of right. people say, I just don't like water. And right. I say, I know that it seems like you never will enjoy water, mm-hmm. but you really get to a spot you where do. you do. And yeah. just give yourself patience yeah. in that. And don't get discouraged if it's not coming in a week, you know, or in a few weeks, if you're still like, ah, water is not my favorite. Um, and yeah, and just look for, like, we do a lot of lemon water. Um, and uh, a like lot of what? Lemon water. Oh, it's lemon water. Yeah. Sure. Or yeah. we'll make homemade lemonade and we'll sweeten it with honey. Okay. You know, and, um, or strawberry lemonade yeah. and like homemade. Um, yeah. So there are ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So you can take, you can take water and add lime to it or add, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can get those infusers where you can put, you know, yes. cucumber and, yeah. you know, lemon and lime and oranges and stuff yes. like that in the infuser to make the water taste a little bit and what I would better. say is, is stay away from like the natural or unnatural sweeteners or okay. the artificial. Okay. Because then you're just going to continue to crave those and you're not actually going to like okay. gain a respect and a likening for the taste of water versus okay. if you use natural infusers, um, lemons and oranges and strawberries and all those other things, mm-hmm. your body is getting the nutrients then. And so it's not creating any negative sense with that water okay. versus like something artificial being put in there. Doesn't what, mean what would be considered artificial? Um, just like those drink pouches, the powders, you know, uh, a lot of those okay. have artificial sweeteners in there. Sure. Um, so just watch for that. It doesn't yeah. mean you can't ever have them, mm-hmm. but the more that you indulge in those, then the more your body just craves that artificial sweetener. So you can have those, but don't mm-hmm. have those as water. Yes. Don't let them, you know, have work those, up to yeah, it, ha- but yeah. that shouldn't be your end goal. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. That's so. good. Yeah. That's really good. Cause water is super important. And that, for me, um, I'm not, you know, I'm more of a water person now than I ever have been, but what I, what for me, I, I have a cup like this or another kind of cup, but I like ice yeah. in my water. Yep. I know that's probably not ideal, but no, that's, that's how, that's how mm-hmm. I'll consume it. And I have no problem drinking it, but it has to be really cold. And I'm really just, I, I really do try to just have lots, yeah. but cold, Yep. you know, and um, so do whatever you got to do. Yeah, you you'll know, find to, little ways to get it for you. Yeah, they get it to work for you. So this has been really, really good. Um, there's so many things that um, I could keep talking about, but I think the things I want to really highlight is that nutrition is not bad. Right. Food is not evil. Right. That um, when we attach an emotion to it, it can really cause a whole, it can cause a whole bunch of unnecessary issues yeah. with food that brings shame, guilt, and condemnation and will cause us to abuse food or yeah. not consume what we need mm-hmm. to consume to actually have our bodies um, our bodies well. Thinking about the eating disorder and thinking about somebody that is an anorexic, an anorexic, when they see themselves, they see themselves as overweight. Yeah. Even though they are, you know, 
underweight, grossly underweight. Yeah. And so that really is, is um, so the under eating is really uh, uh, an important thing to recognize too. Um, and yeah. so if, if I said this in the uh, previous podcast, that if, you know, if you are struggling in those areas, then we need to, I want to encourage you guys to, to reach out and, and share that with yeah. somebody so that, so that you can live life fulfilling your purpose because there's so many things that can try to steal our purpose and eating, not eating correctly, under eating can consume us to a degree that we don't fulfill our purpose and don't live in our purpose. And Mm -hmm. so I want to encourage you ladies that, um, I guess, um, somebody said this the other day that 2% of the people that listen to this podcast are men. So if you're a man out there you're listening to <laughs> the this truth, yeah. and you're, you know, regardless of, you know, the gender, but it, it's an issue. And so reach out, like you said, don't isolate. If you're mm-hmm. struggling with an eating disorder, um, find somebody, you know, drop a, drop a message and we'll get some, yeah. some good uh, resources to you. So, but um, we talked about balance and portion sizes. We talked about, um, dieting is a negative, it's negative. It, it restricts you yeah. and nutrition actually is fueling yeah, your body. You. It frees you up mm-hmm. to be able to enjoy, enjoy food, not in a bad way, but enjoy it in a good way. Uh, I loved how you said eating with people yeah. is just so much fun. It, it makes it, it makes it fun. And so that's, that's another good thing. And then we talked about um, how water is really good for you. Yeah. Uh, but what I want to do, Brittany, is I know there's going to be a lot of questions because you talked about, you know, um, eating healthy and protein and carbs and things like that. But um, I know a while ago you had helped me in that area of what I didn't even know really what good carbs looked like. Right. And so you gave me this list of, of good carbs. You gave me this list of good proteins. And I was shocked at what's good carbs, you know? (laughs) So you, we talked at the break and you said that you would make available to people that wanted to uh, a link to a PDF that would give them um, good options. They would give them a list of of good veggies, of good fruit, of uh, good foods that a list of those things that they can, they can take and they can apply. Definitely. And as I'll provide those sources and I just encourage as you um, approach these sources, yeah. you almost have to like come in it with a clean slate. First yep. off, not a diet, you know, yep. like, Hey, this right. isn't a diet that she has provided for yep. me. And then you have to kind of erase the world, you know, as we should do anyways, yeah. you know, like when we try to partner, when we seek answers from men, we get answers mm-hmm. from men, you know, and those are empty and false. And they're going to tell you that a sweet potato was bad, that you can't have carbs. And so I just ask that you approach this with like, okay, this is real whole food, something God designed. And so just approach what I provide in that, you know, with kind of with that mindset and and in excitement too, you know, that like, wow, this isn't just the latest trend. This isn't, you know, a diet. This isn't something I have to start tomorrow. Yeah. This is something that I can joyfully choose to start adding into my daily lifestyle. Yeah. I love that. Adding it too. It's like taking things. I think what, what, um, sometimes like for me, what I've done, is just like, Oh, I'm gonna, you know, do this. And then we, you know, eradicate everything else. And then we start doing it. And then we're like, Oh my gosh, this is like <laughs> awful. You know, like what do they do? But if you just start adding things here and there mm-hmm. where it's just like, yeah, you know, little by little. start with breakfast, you know, yep. like I guarantee you, I bet you there's a lot of people listening, a lot of women listening that don't even eat breakfast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's you know, they're one. like, well, you don't have time for breakfast. And so even in that, if you just said, you know, I've been, I've, I've learned 
this thing of overnight overnight oatmeal. Yeah, yeah. Where you do it, you know, I do like sometimes I do up to five in those little mason jars yep. and I just add um, oat milk or almond milk or whatever, you know, and then the oatmeal and then the fruits and nuts and stuff like that, you know, grab them in the morning and out the door I go. You can heat them up in the microwave yeah. or you can eat them cold, yep. whatever. But even in that, because I'm not a real breakfast eater, um, I like my coffee and then I get busy and yeah. then I head out the door and then I'm like, oh, it's lunchtime. And so even in things, little things like that, um, it's really, you know, the bananas and the fruit and things like that, that we can really do. Yeah. But starting with, um, you know, um, maybe it's, maybe it's not breakfast, maybe it's, it's supper, you know, where yeah. it's like, okay, so for yeah. supper, I'm going to have good choices, breed good choices. Yeah. So if you're, yeah. if you're not a breakfast person initially, mm -hmm. By making a good lunch, that's going to breed a good choice for a breakfast in the following days. You know yep. what I mean? Or weeks or whatever it is. Yep. But it's like the more you eat now a nutritious lunch, that's going to provoke a nutritious dinner. And it's just going to create better habits as you go about, you know. Yep. So. so it's being patient with yourself. Yes. You know, it's like be patient, but it's like understanding the truth yep. of what nutrition really is. Yes. Understanding the truth of what food really is. And understanding the truth that you can have that s'more or you can have mm -hmm. that blizzard or you can but it's like, I hope that this empowers you to be able to look at food and nutrition in a different light. And so um, anyways, so we're going to have that link uh, for the the food, the choices of the carbs and the protein yeah. and all that. Yep. So it's going to be a list of things. It's going to be a link to a PDF. And then we are going to um, leave that link there. And my website is it's womanofpurpose.net. So um, we'll have some information on that as well. So I just want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Woman of Purpose. And I hope that there's some things that we shared with you, that Brittany shared with you, that will help empower you to be able to take nutrition and food to a whole nother level in your life. So thank you for joining us. Have a good day. I'm so glad you joined us today. Please subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check us out on social media and stay tuned for our next episode.